March Madness, man. What is going on? What is going on? I'm telling you now, it's been crazy. It's been nuts. It's been Tyler Hero, five-star, and put out on the floor. Uh, Zion Williamson, Trey Jones, um, Roger Barrett for Duke. You know, Cam Reddish is out. It's been big. Tennessee gone. It's just been ridiculous. North Carolina, Auburn making a statement. They have been a very, they, they probably was my team that I felt like it was real hard to mess with all year. And then you got um other teams on the prowl, ready to play. It's crazy right now. Um, What I have to say about this is that Kentucky and Duke have really, I mean, we talk a lot about Kentucky and Duke and where we suspect they should be. And they're here. They're in the great eight right now. So it says a lot and speaks volumes to what Calipari is doing coaching, to what Krzyzewski is doing coaching. I mean, crazy, super crazy, super crazy. So in all honesty, I have to really, really look and see, like, what's going to happen now? What is going to happen now with a team such as Kentucky? Who's going to win now? Is it going to be – who's going to be? Gonzaga's still in, involved. Still involved. It's a team that is built and ready, still has players. But Duke and Kentucky are just as involved as anybody else. It's just a real toss-up type of atmosphere right now. I'm looking at Purdue. I don't see no one in the whole thing. They just don't got their squad. They, you know, you can come through. You can beat a team like in Tennessee. It happens, you know. But if I had to say right now, still Gonzaga, and still you got Kentucky and Gonzaga. Still, I mean, not Kentucky, but Duke and Gonzaga. Those are the squads I feel like going to do it. If anybody does it, it's those two now. You're going to have to start believing in Duke more now than ever. I just think it's either Duke or Gonzaga. That's it. Duke or Gonzaga. That's it now. Tennessee was my pick, and Purdue took him out. But that doesn't mean Purdue is now the championship favorite. This means they caught him sleeping. You mean you you do you do an NBA series with Purdue and Tennessee, and if you do one with Villanova and Purdue, if you do a best out of seven, I think most of the time, no doubt, it'll be Villanova and it will be Tennessee. But this is the tournament, man. That one shot, man. You got to be ready for that one game. That's just what it is. High school All-American game. What did I say? What did I say? I said Cole Anthony was the best player right now. He's the best player. He's complete. He's explosive. Patience. Everything. What do you think? I was talking about Precious Achiwa. Uh, uh, he's he's something different. He's something different. He's something different, no doubt about it. I think if you look at um what's going on and the type of player that um he is, I mean, he's proved it. I think it was a statement for a lot of people. It really was for, that they had to let people know who they were. And, you know, you're, you're talking about the high school American game is basically the NBA tryout soon. Once they start passing the one and done rule and eliminate that, 
then it becomes the tryout for NBA. You know, that could, that could absolutely be like a combine. Once the high school American game starts, most of those guys are going to be NBA prospects. And so you got some guys that won't be, but will be trying now. And they'll be like, hey, I didn't think this guy was that good, but look at him now. Watch, you'll see guys like Precious Achille will be able to come out and um become a lottery pick because of, of like, Nassir Little. He had an unbelievable McDonald's. He would have been a top three pick. He wouldn't have to go to college. He wouldn't have to go through all this mess he's doing with North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? It would be because he was up and down. And now he's clearly a lottery pick, man. I just feel like he's clearly a lottery pick. Don't sleep on him. And you still got the combine, but I just feel like that the McDonald's All-American game. In a lot of these games, the Iverson Classics, Jordan Brand, you know, you got Nike Hoop Summit, stuff that happens before you get to, you know, these are their tryouts. This is what you're going to be looking at. Okay, now if we look at the bracket, and look at who's next, it's Purdue and Virginia. And Purdue and Virginia, Virginia with uh, DeAndre Hunter and, and Ty Jerome, guys like that. Purdue is going to have a real hard time against these guys. No question. I don't even think it's even a, a, a thought of who's going to be better in, the, in that instance. But once again, how can we doubt Purdue? I'm doubting them now. Yes, I, I say they're going to lose. I think they're a good team. Now, hold on. It's just not just. Then I think they're a good team, a team that can play. But the one guy that has them in, in rhythm and in route is Carson Edwards. It's Carson Edwards, man. He is tier 29 again. He hit um, 514 from three. He has just been on fire. Ryan Klein had 27. He hit 7 for 10 from three. See, people got to stop the outside game. I mean, Grant Williams, them got Grant Williams had 21 in that game. Um, looking at uh, Admiral Schofield had 21. But the defense just could not stop. I mean, Purdue is ready. Them boys is like the Splash Brothers, Klein and, and Elba. They're like the Splash Brothers. They go against Virginia, a team that's really in tune, a team that has been consistent all year, has danced with the number one seed all year. This Purdue is the real Cinderella. They are the real Cinderella, man. They are the real Cinderella. There's no question about it. Now, you look at Virginia going against uh, Oregon. That was a big game. And where they put that team. You you look at where they put them as a as a unit. What are you looking for in, in, in Purdue? Oregon lost some people, though. And I think that has to be accounted for. That has to be accounted for. No question. When you look at how good of a team, how good of a team they were, it was just totally different. Like, you know, before the season, they had Bowl Bowl. Uh, Louis King is, is another guy. I feel like, you know, could have came in there and stepped in real big. He's going to be a guy you're going to see next year. I feel like it'll be a big, big plus. I think he'll be in the 2020 draft, but he didn't get his chance at all to, to shine. You look at um, Purdue and going against Virginia, I just feel like as a complete team, it's real hard to stop those guys. Real hard to stop those guys. Um, 
Hunter's probably the best in this tournament right now. Two-way guy. Such a very good player. One of those type of players that can really, really get down in such a big way. And now you're looking at Duke and you're looking at Kentucky and Gonzaga and it just has to be a, a bigger stage, a broader stage for this team. So now we're looking at high school players and we're looking at guys like Matthew Hurt who have not committed. Um, that's big right there. Looking at Nova not having Delaney, he's gone. I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Every, I think a lot of people in the event just don't understand what that means. Does Villanova go get another player for the 2019 class? It could happen. I mean, they have some – now it's a spot open, and now it really opens up Villanova to play ball. Could they go get somebody like they won't? It's too, too crowded of a team. It's crowded. They are they are absolutely crowded now. Absolutely crowded. So they won't go there, but it will factor into the 2020 and 2021 classes. And it really opens up Villanova to make another offer out there. Uh like I've said before, Johnny Juzang and Lynn Greer are all the two players that you have to look out for. Tyler Beard, a point guard that they were very, very interested in. Very interested in. You know, so just look for certain guys. They're looking for a point, another point guard. You know, in that in that um, instance, there, R.J. Hampton, where he's going, he's going to reclassify. It's just when he decides to reclassify. I really believe that. It's no doubt about it. Duke, right now in this tournament, it's like the R.J. Hampton sweet stakes. Duke, Kentucky. You look at Trey Jones. I think Trey Jones. Everybody, Trey Jones leaves, man. They are in a big, big, uh, they're right up there for him. Kentucky's right up there for him. If, you know, you look at Hagen's, if Hagen's is, le is, is Hagen's leaving, you know, Kentucky always crowds itself up with people. You got Memphis is still in there. You know, they're, they're, they're in there. We'll see what happens. Because if Memphis gets R.J. Hampton, it puts their recruiting class right up to number one. Kansas is right there. Kansas is right there. R.J. Hampton can come right in and be the man in Kansas. Seriously, he can be that guy. I mean, he's that special. So you're in turn looking for players and seeing certain players that – um. In my opinion, I feel like there's a lot of good talent still left and, and a lot of indecisive talent. Isaiah Todd, we don't know where it's going to happen with that. You got Kentucky involved. I think if he reclassified, it is Kentucky. Kentucky's making that move for him. Um, Jalen Green's not going to reclassify so we can get it out of our heads. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of good things going on as far as this draft coming up. 2019 draft. Like this, the 2020 and 2019 drafts are going to be something big to see. Next three drafts, 
Listen, the the one and done rule will be eliminated very soon. So these three drafts are not going to be it. It's going to be real interesting to see how kids play and what they do. Just in terms of, you know, the players and, and, the, and the teams. Looking at, like I say, once again, you look at the, the, the matchups that are going to happen. And Purdue is a team that won against Tennessee. So you're going to go against Virginia. Now, the Oregon game is big. And why I say that is because the Oregon game was pretty, pretty. That was one of them games where I was like, all right. I think Oregon, I thought Oregon would, you know, would last that game. But you're talking about Virginia right now. I also knew that it also could be one of those games where Virginia can get off. Louis King had 16 points. I mean, he'd been doing his thing. What does he do now? That's the thing. What does he do now? He's a guy. He's shown what he can do. He's four for eight from three. Louis King can play ball. What does he do next? He stayed. Peyton Pritchard has always been a, a very good player for Oregon. Great recruit. Virginia is so balanced, man. Like, they had four people in double figures that game. DeAndre Hunter was one of those guys, 11 points. Um, Kyle guys, another 10 points. I mean, even though he shot bad from the field. They're going to have guys that get after you. All right, so it's going to be a good game. I think that you're messing with a totally complete team in Virginia, and this is a team that could win it all. Yeah, you say what you want. Virginia can win it all. People say what they want. Auburn is scary. What can you say? Did you see what they did to North Carolina? I just think Kentucky need to be ready. Cause they, Kentucky's had problems with them before. This isn't no first ride like, oh, this is a new, no, this team has been tough all year, man. They have been tough all year. Auburn has put that type of hammer on everybody. Oh, Kiki, man, that's just 20 points, 11 rebounds. He's always showing something. So we hopefully, we'll see what happens. With him, if he because he's able, Jerry Harper, uh, Bryce Brown. I mean, these guys can ball. Yeah, Pierre off the bench had 12 points. Dunbar had 13. I mean, they're a team that's that damn near to make it happen now. Auburn and Kentucky, we're going to see exactly what happens with these cats. I'm real anxious to see what happens. Like, it's going to be a, a evenly matched battle. But they needed Okiki. They need Okiki to come through there. And make something happen. To really spell this team. Two good. I mean this is two impressive wins. Auburn beat Kansas. And they beat North Carolina. People better start watching out for them. I understand people think Kentucky. But Kentucky got off from Houston. By the, by the very very tip of their skin. Like they have to learn how to put this consistency quick. Because if they don't. It's not going to be too good. They have been lucky all year. Kentucky is time now. I think Auburn is one. And then the, then the crazy part is you're facing the SEC team. You know what type of, you know what's going on. 19 points for Hero. Hero has been an NBA prospect through and through. We've always said it. One of the best NBA prospect on that team. You look at other guys like Montgomery and Reed Travis. They're not the guys people thought they was going to be. 
I mean, you're looking at total dominance, supposedly, from some of these guys. P.J. Washington's definitely going to be, he's the second best um, talent on there. Now, I'm going to take that back. Keldon Johnson is the best talent. I got to take that back. He's the best talent. He might not play like it all the time. But Keldon Johnson is the most talented prospect. Tyler Hero is the most NBA-ready guy. Him and P.J. Washington, clearly the most NBA-ready guys on Kentucky. And all those five-star guys, everybody talk, they're not as dominant as people thought about. you know. But Kentucky's made a win. You just got to win. That's it. Just win. Just win. That's it. Um, We're talking about guys that, you know, when you get in the, M- in the NCAA, all that five-star stuff is out the window. It's kind of like the NBA. You're number one draft pick. You're the player of the year. You're this and that. You got all this upside. When you get on the floor, everything's different. Everything starts over. That's just what got you drafted or what got you recruited. Now, what? Now you got to prove people right. <laughs> you got to prove them right. Looking at this bracket, it's real, real. It's a tough, tough, tough thing here to beat a team, certain teams. Gonzaga, it's just good. Texas Tech has been playing awesome. Texas Tech, that was the one team I picked besides Auburn to be very, very surprising team. And the one team that has been dominant, has been very good all year in the league, has been Michigan. And Jared Culver is just so good. He's good. He's carrying that team to a whole nother level. 22 points last game. Four assists, four rebounds. Moretti had 15 points. That backcourt is scorching. 10 points for Mooney. I mean, they're playing good defense. I just think this team is, you got to watch out for them. Now, Gonzaga, this is going to be a very good game. Because Culver versus Ryu Hachimara, you're going to have to really, really learn how to beat a team. As complete as, as a Gonzaga. Gonzaga is it. That's the other complete team. I said, yo, this team can make it. Now, what are they going to do? Is Gonzaga become their team? Because, you know, Texas Tech is hungry. This is it. They got to prove it. They got to prove it. It's no doubt. They have to prove it that they're their team. Um, Hachimar has 17 points that game. Against Florida State, and Florida State surprised me a little bit, but I just didn't think they were gonna make it that far. I, I didn't think I didn't think they'd make it past Gonzaga. Just didn't think so. Uh, Seventeen points for Reman Clark had another double double, fifteen and twelve. You look at the backcourt with Norvell Jr. and Perkins with fourteen points each. Tilly is still on the bench. Watch out. I mean, they have guys Perkins, uh, Kisper. I just think you have to watch out for Gonzaga, and and I'm looking, you know, but Tennessee got beat. So things can happen. And I'm still thinking the Gonzaga Bulldogs are could be the chip. I mean, if you look at all the top teams from Kentucky to the Villanovas to North Carolina, they've all hit that chip. Gonzaga's that one elite team that has not been able to get a chip yet. They have not been able to get that chip. They're always right there, but they're not able to get that chip. You know what I mean? So so this is big for them. I think out of anybody in this tournament, the pressure's more on this program than this program than anything. So I'm totally looking at this, totally looking at this game and thinking. LSU, Michigan State got LSU, which Michigan State is ready. They go against Duke. 
what what is it to look at when you talk about Michigan State? Michigan State has been ready all year, just like Gonzaga. They've been ready all year. Now this is the, the final big test for Duke. But I remember when Duke, you know, you know, they they really Duke is a team that can match up well with them. You gotta watch out. Teams have to watch out for these guys. Michigan State is now amped up and ready. Catches Winston playing elite basketball, 17 points, 8 assists. Probably the best pure point guard in the nation in basketball. You get uh, Tillman, you get 12 points, 20 for Henry. Nick Ward off the bench. Brown off the bench. He had 15 last game. Hit 4 for 6 from 3-pointer. They're ready in more ways than one. They're about 7 deep, so watch out for them. There's going to be some good matchups coming. Good matchups. Um, people are asking me for my predictions. I will give my predictions. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Everybody, who you think going to win now? I got you. Now, who I think will be Michigan State and Duke? Who I think will win? Well, it's a hard one, but I'm going to have to give it to Duke, man. I'm going to have to give it to Duke. That's just where I think. Gonzaga's going to be Gonzaga and Duke once again. They had a big, I think it'll be Gonzaga over Texas Tech. Those two will go at it. UVA and Purdue. I just think Virginia is one. They won it, and they're here, and they're proving their number one seed, and I think they'll take over Purdue. Auburn and Kentucky. I just think Auburn is ready. Auburn is here to play. They beaten. Listen. Auburn beat North Carolina. Just let me know something. The way they beat them at 97 to 80. I'm just saying, Kentucky got to watch out. I just think it'll be Auburn. Auburn and Virginia. And then who will be in the championship? Who do I think? I still think that between Gonzaga and Duke. And the only reason I really go against Duke is they don't really have inside help. You look at Zion as the only other guy, but he also, he plays outside. You don't have a guy that's going to really go at Hachimura like that. You still got Brandon Clark. You got a lot of good players. We're just going to really see what happens. And without Reddish, people think that's all. Reddish, you're taking another another player, another factor out of that team. So you're depending on that big three. It's not going to work. I'm thinking it's not. I'm going with Gonzaga's going to the championship. That's just it. And then, then we'll talk about Gonzaga versus Virginia. That's where it's going to go. It's going to be Gonzaga versus Virginia. Two teams, you know, stacked teams. You know, uh, stacked enough teams. You know, I think it'll be Gonzaga. And Gonzaga's going to pull it off. And Gonzaga's their first championship right there. That's it. Gonzaga gets their first championship. That's it, man. That, that, that They get the first one that I've even thought about. I mean, I haven't seen them in, in, in the in the 2000 era get the championship. You know, everybody from Villanova to Kentucky, North Carolina to Duke has gotten them a championship in 2000, the millennium. All the big teams, man. Kansas, it's time for Gonzaga to get one. I think they will. I think they have that team. You look at their tournament and what they've done, what they did to Baylor. Of course, what they did to Fela Dixon. They, did the, they have been the most dominant team. If you're looking at dominant teams, uh, Michigan State has had a good run. Taking teams out, Bradley, Minnesota, LSU, Michigan State's also dangerous. Duke got to watch out. They clearly have to watch out for this team. Duke has had their, you know, they, they took North Dakota State. Nobody, UCF was tough on. So was Virginia Tech. They have been skiing on. Listen, I'm picking Duke. 
But that is one of the picks I got. That I don't feel like Duke is just a clear cut. You look at Michigan State and Gonzaga and what they have did in this tournament, and you go, wow. All right? Virginia has been steady. All tournament have proven where they belong. Had a tough game against Oregon. Purdue has been the surprising team. Every, Purdue has taken teams, but Nova got, listen, they got in a close game with Tennessee. Now, if they if Purdue can take off Virginia, then that's a clear cut. I think Auburn takes it then. Auburn has had their their run. It's been kind of, you know, they they've had some games where they've gotten by uh, but they but they clowned on Kansas and North Carolina. So I don't think that that Purdue team, though that Kentucky team is just in that mode. Like they're just a surefire team. They went against Wolford. They was a team that was, you know, riding high. Kentucky beat, they haven't really beat too many impressive teams except for Houston. Now they go against Auburn, who has beat two impressive teams. I just think Kentucky will not beat Auburn. Purdue and Virginia, they have had, Purdue has been very surprising. They have, but Virginia's a defensive team that they don't want to mess with. So I think Virginia cuts it down then. Just breaking down why I think these teams will do it. Um, and I think it'll come down to Gonzaga and Virginia. This will be a very good game in the championship if Gonzaga gets it. Don't think, don't count out Virginia. Virginia has been a very good team, but Gonzaga looks like that team. So that's mine right there, y'all. We can rock on that. And then let's talk about some 2020 recruiting before we roll out of here. I just want to talk about some 2020 recruiting. Don't want to get too much on. 2019. I know Matthew Hurt is one guy. He's probably the number one guy. Um, when we go here and we talk about 2020 recruiting class, which we will, there's no doubt in my mind that we're talking about such a complete class. So what we will do, we'll get to that. Looking at Jalen Green, it's Memphis, man. That's just it. Even Mobley's USC. Jalen Johnson, I think it's Duke. Scotty Barnes, it's always a toss-up. Don't think about Oregon. Don't think about Syracuse. It's always a toss-up. There's a lot of teams that haven't got involved as much yet, but are still recruiting him like Villanova. Watch out. I'm just saying it could be Roach and Barnes. They could go at the both of them. Things are about to get real different. And real now that the NCAA tournament is going on, this very talented class is going to have some people coming out there. RJ Hampton, Duke. Well, Duke is there. Duke and Kansas are two teams that you have to really look at. Um, I've always told you where it could lie with RJ Hampton. He could end up in Duke. I'm just saying he could really end up in Duke. Greg Brown, uh, Kansas, Texas, um, Right now, it's Texas, man. I mean, but there are other teams that are going to get involved with Greg Brown once this tournament is over. Uh, Kansas is going to make a haul for him, there's no doubt. So this is a guy that people don't talk about besides Jalen Green and R.J. Hampton that is really a talented guy. To me, he's one of the top five guys in this class, super talented. Joshua Christopher, we're going to see what happens with him. Um, UCLA could be involved. USC can be involved. You know, there's a lot of people. I expect Duke to be involved soon in Kentucky. I mean, this dude is just too good. Of course, they're coming. Kansas, I expect him to come. I expect North Carolina to try to come. Kay Cunningham is definitely Kentucky right now. He's the 2020 guy that leads Kentucky people right now. 
Brandon Boston is Duke to me. I mean, he's been Duke for a long time. I mean, Jalen Suggs, he's a guy we're going to have to look at. You know, Minnesota is going to be involved trying to get him. Kentucky and Duke are going to be involved in trying to get him over there. Um, it's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be involved with him. Dante, it's Kentucky. Everybody says LSU. I think Kentucky is right there. Kansas is another team involved with him. Kentucky's going to try to get Dante. It's no doubt they're coming for Dante. I think that could end up being, right now, I feel like they lead that. You know, people say LSU. No, I think Kentucky leads that, no doubt. Uh, Jaden Springer, yes. North Carolina looks like they're clearly clear-cut for Jaden Springer. Shooting guard that could really be explosive for North Carolina. Isaiah Todd of Kentucky. If he stays a goal, I feel like Kentucky's really doing a good job. Um, they send Knicks, look for UNLV, look for um, a couple of teams to be involved with this kid. Um, I think Kansas is a very good team. I think Gonzaga is a team to look at. So just watch out for those guys. And then you're looking at Isaiah Jackson. I mean, Spire has been all over him. I mean, not Spire, excuse me. <laughs> That's what high school we go to. Uh, Michigan State has been all over him. But you cannot take away Louisville. Watch out for Louisville. Uh, Walker Kessler, I think Duke is going to get him. But look at the momentum of getting Anthony Edwards makes Georgia more and more looked at as a team. Michigan, Duke, and, and Georgia, I think those are the teams that are going to go for him, are going to get him more. But Georgia's trying to keep him in-house. So that's going to be a fight with Duke because Duke loves him. So I think in all in all, Duke ends up getting him. Jeremy Roach, listen, that's Villanova. I mean, take take all that off, man. Take everything else off. It's Villanova. That's it. It's Villanova. All right? I know Calipari's trying, you know, but it's Villanova. Sharif Cooper, Auburn, man. He's not going nowhere, but Kentucky's coming. That's going to be a tug of war. It's going to be a tug of war, but Auburn, look at what they're doing in this tournament, and Cooper sees it. Kyrie Walker, Arizona looks good right now. With the, with the recruitment of Nico Mannion in it. So it could get a, another, I'll be talking to him and his father soon with Kyrie Walker about that situation more. Talk about, I'll be talking about it more, but right now, Arizona just looks like he's home. He looks like he's home. Nevada looks good. I mean, Nevada has been recruiting good, staying in there good. Zaire Williams, another guy that I think, um, pretty good player, man. Pretty damn good player. Uh, Johnny Juzang, Stanford, Kansas, Villanova. Watch out. Um, Hunter Dickinson. I think it's going to be a lot of people going for him. He's seven foot two, 255. One of those real nice touch around the basket. Good moving center. Look out for him big time. Um, other guys that you could possibly see Moses Moody right now at Arkansas, 100% Arkansas. But Florida, guys like that, you know, Florida State, they're all, look, he's in Florida, so they're coming for him. But Arkansas just has Moses. They have him right now. He's part of that Arkansas, you know, Julian Strother. I feel like Gonzaga's there. You know, you got Canva. I think Gonzaga's in a very good place with Julian Strother. Earl Timberlake. I think Merlin is a big team to look at. I think Merlin's just that team to look at right now. That's where he's at, and I just think that there's not too many teams mess with him there. Andre Jackson, yes, Syracuse is it. Zach Harvey, another guy. Kansas has been recruiting pretty good. Ethan Morton, we'll see what happens with that. Syracuse could be the leaders for that. But right now, Stanford and um, 
Michigan are two teams you got to look at there. Stanford and Michigan for Ethan Morton. I think those are two teams that you can you got to watch out for. Marcus Bagley. I would not be surprised if Arizona was were, were to get him, but Cal is trying. Cal is trying. You know, don't be if 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 Duke makes that 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 offer, he's out. If Marcus Bagley gets the offer from Duke, he's out. If he gets a Kentucky offer, he's out. I think that's when you're going to see that jumped on pretty big. So that's just a little update. Just a little quick update with some guys, um, with some players. A quick update. Quick update about some players, you know. Um, Justin McCoy decommitted from uh, Penn State. Very good recruit. I mean, this guy, super recruit. But he probably saw the um, where he would get time at on their lineup. I mean, they have a lot of wings, and Seth London's going to be the, the guy to come in, the top guy. He's going to get a lot of the time when he gets to Penn State. And McCoy's probably looking for a fit to where he can get some time. And that's going to be a little interesting to see where he goes now from there. Josh Pierre-Lewis commits to Temple. Jesus. Hakeem Hart decommitted. St. Joe's here. Hakeem Hart and Jameer Nelson Jr. can be ever since the Phil Martelli firing. Are y'all crazy for firing Phil Martelli like that? Y'all crazy. It just put a collapse into the recruiting now. Now, who do y'all have ever recruits now? What happens now to that team? Did y'all just really, really take all the confidence away from the university because of that? The players are not going to have confidence in the university. All right, Josh Pierre Lewis does go to Temple. You know why that happened? Because Fran Dunphy retired. The respect factor is big in, in Big Five basketball. The guys are legends. All right, now I'm out of here, y'all. Um, watch the NCAA tournament. Some close contact with all the re- recruiting going on. Matthew Hurt, who knows? Kentucky and Duke and Kansas are going at it for him. It's going to be big. So I'm out of here, y'all. Follow the leader, man.